Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, Jake. Yes, sir. Did you know it is our anniversary month? How long have we been married? (laughs) No, the show. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I did know The that, show's actually. anniversary. We are turning six years old, and to celebrate that- We're going to first grade. We're <laughs> close. We're giving a discount on our Patreon. If you join the year-long subscription to the Patreon, you can get 15% off during the month of May. You can find out everything about our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecritshow, but all tiers for the month of May are 15% off when you sign up for the annual membership. Is that as exciting as first grade? You know, now that I'm kind of remembering back to first grade, that's far better than first grade. So whenever we sit down to record the intro, I always have like a little list of things that we have to get through. And sometimes it just is a question mark because we don't have anything. But my favorite thing on this list says live show as show because bye. (laughs) So let me explain (laughs) that. Please do. Yeah. So today's episode is the live show from Gen Con. Normally we drop the live shows in kind of just randomly, uh, but we worked this one out so it actually fits into the story exactly in this spot and uh i'm doing something i haven't done in a long time i'm going on vacation and so i'm using the live show as this week's episode to give me the week off so that was my note to remind myself and you and the listening audience that this week's episode 11 is actually the live show from gen con because bye (laughs) (laughs) congratulations by the way thank you thank you so some stuff from dragon con i have a list here from sherry Sherry was the winner of one of our contests, and we sent her a bag of cursed dice. And Sherry started posting photos of dice just in strange places, like sitting between some candles, sitting in a ring of salt, soaking in water. And we get to Dragon Con, and she breaks out a bag of dice and says that these are the cursed dice that we had sent her, and they had been rehabilitated. So here is the nine-step plan for DIY dice rehab uh, that Sherry had designed. (laughs) Step one, stop blaming dice for your poor choices. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's fair. Step two, recognize and accept that dice are random. Mm -hmm. Step three, refrain from shaming or throwing your dice. Okay, so these are all just kind of the build-up steps. Yeah, yeah. Step four, gently wash and polish your dice. Oh, okay. We're getting more active. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Step five, let your dice enjoy some natural light. Oh, that's good. Step six, tell them they are pretty dice and good dice. (laughs) I do that every day. Every day. Most of this is the same way I think you're supposed to treat a plant. Step. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is there a list somewhere online? If we just replace the word dice with plant on this whole list, <laughs> could we put it in Google and find it? It's very possible. Uh, reintroduce dice to lower stress games. And it has an asterisk next to it and the asterisk below. 
says Yahtzee, Farkle, etc. Oh. Emphasize that all rolls are valid. Have fun with your dice. And then other options to consider if this does not work, trade dice with a friend. <laughs> trade dice with an enemy. <laughs> Cover dice with salt for three days and three nights. Burn your dice on the night of a new moon. Mm-hmm. Hurl your dice into an active volcano. <gasps> We're going okay. to Hawaii eventually. I mean... Yeah, I like the last two. Yeah. I'm a vengeful. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. a vengeful guy. So she did. She gave everybody present uh, a set of the rehabbed dice. And I feel like everyone at this table rolled a fail on the first roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hard yep. five. Uh, so thank you for that, Sherry. Uh, and for everyone at home, if you would like to try to rehab your dice, uh, those are the steps that you need. Uh, and now as it is September, it is time to thank our new patrons, Christine B, Christopher D, Barry D, Lachlan, it's a great name, Donovan K, Amber, Kayvon, and special thanks to Kayvon. He actually uh, met up with me at DragonCon. Uh, he works a lot with the Glass Cannon, and he let me see a lot of the behind-the-scenes setup on their live shows. Uh, and I had a, a great evening with him uh, at the Glass Cannon show. Uh, Jordan S., Christina W., Lynette N., Derek M., Sarah M., and Ryan L. So thank you all for joining us on our Patreon. Again, that is patreon.com slash the crit show where the $5 tier gets you access to all of our weekly content. And we're actually going to be adding a couple new tiers here in the coming months. So we're back from Dragon Con. Do you guys have anything to share about it? Yes, I got sick at the end of it and had a bad day. Oh, the, g- the good things. Yeah. The convention. Oh, I oh, I see. Uh, I got a piggyback ride from our very strong friend when I was a pirate, and that yes. was maybe the highlight of the trip for me. <laughs> that is that is online, I believe. Oh, yes. I've seen the video like four places already. So many, <laughs> so many people took it and shared it. Uh, I just have to say that the, the highlight for me was the hero salad shoot. Yeah. Just, I was emotional from the moment we walked out that door till the moment we got back, just being able to see that and just, you know, it it's already been amazing to be able to dress up as ourselves slash characters for, for the main show. Um, but, you know, to also see that Patreon content and characters that I've had in my head for so, so long. It was cool. It was really, really cool. And like, thanks to Wes for uh, being our hero salad shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we had that conversation uh, about yep. that yep. Wes is going to make an appearance. That's, yep, there are plans. Yeah, it was really cool, too, to get to play with the Chosen group. Uh, they had made the request to see if I could write a story that could involve them plus everybody here at the table and we were able to uh, make it happen because they are all located in Atlanta and so we played a game uh, with all six of them. It actually has to be finished still. They got to the final <laughs> boss fight and someone had to get off to a photo shoot. So They were awesome. It was so good. It yeah. was, uh, yeah, that was an absolute blast. I got to hang out with some really cool people. Uh, Nick's, we just took a day where we, uh, me, her, and Rachel just went out to the con floor and we just looked at all the stuff and everything. And it was just, it was very cool. And the, the camaraderie of it all was just like very nice, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It was a nice, uh, and kind of pretty calm actually compared to some of the dragon cons I've been to in the past. Well, I don't know what your definition of calm is, but I saw the craziest shit out there. Yeah. Just the craziest. Yeah. But you weren't in the maelstrom of it. That's, that's the crazy part is to get involved in it. You should be in the kilt group next year or <laughs> you need to get your bunny hutch costume together. <laughs> yeah. That was my that was my favorite thing that I saw Sunday night. I did a Mrs. Doubtfire cosplay when she is in the blue robe in the in the cream face. 
Um, and after the fact, I saw posted online that like there's always the bunny hutch party where people do the bunny costumes or the Hugh Hefner costumes and they mash up characters. And someone had done a Mrs. Doubtfire bunny and she had like the plaid skirt and she had the shirt that was on fire and the two pot lids. And she always, and she did old age makeup and she posed with like putting out her chest like it was on fire. It was very solid. And That's then she had like bunny tail and like yeah, a, and oh, the ears cool. and plaid ears that matched her plaid skirt. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. So she suggested that maybe next year I should try to do the same Mrs. Doubtfire I did this time, but make it like the Hugh Hefner version, like a fancy blue robe <laughs> and the cream face and like the high hair. Nice. Anyway. Yeah. So hopefully we will be back to Dragon Con next year and we'll get some panels and some games going. Uh, I think for now, it's time to get to the episode. So before we get started, I have to ask, is Barry here? Barry posted online the other day, uh, yesterday, two days ago, that he just started listening. He was going to try to catch up before the live show. Did you make it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, all right. Excellent. That's that's, because you were at like 30, I think, when you posted... Whoa. Oh, yeah. That's some solid progress. That's some, you've listened to, to way more of it than TJ. So, I mean, congratulations. Let's take it easy now. Come on. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. so, how are you guys doing? It's been a while since we've, uh, since we've had Monster of the Week in front of us. Oh, doing good. I, I think I remember what this game is. Yeah. I hope so because we've run it. 19 times in the weekend so far. Yeah, that's I can't true. Even, that's true. I can't even remember like what playbook I am anymore. I, I remembered that my character had a chain when I put on a physical chain on the way out of the building. <laughs> I was like, why do I have this? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, I feel like there's a couple other things I should say, but I don't remember them in this moment. It has been a long... Has everybody have a good weekend? It has been a long weekend. <laughs> no, good, yeah. good. We're going to try to plan better next time so we can actually go to some of the convention. There's a convention? I know. <laughs> There's not just a dark room in the Marriott? Weird. Okay. I know. I know. So, three of you are out with Rev, having lunch at the Circle one afternoon. What are you guys having? Well, if it's at Circle Center Mall, then uh, we're obviously having some kind of like uh, uh, fake Chinese mall noodles, you know, and uh, everything okay. like that. You, know, uh, you are eating them outside, though, but you can, you can do carry out if you want. Oh, okay. Then that's what I'm doing. A&W. Soul Fresh. Oh, good. Oh, that... That's the other thing that I forgot about. I forgot you guys are with Rev, and you're all in costume. Jesus, are oh, yes. what is this? What? You oh, son! Oh. Nice. Uh, is this is this the proper proper tactical hat? Yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah the one. I, I just mm -hmm. need some good pouches for some supplies and stuff like that. Like oh, on the hat, so like as a hat band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pouches of, of components. I want like some of those leather. They look like uh, they got like pouches. They strap to your hip. Oh yeah, they're like they a really hipster fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> so the four of you are out uh, having a meal, and Rev is like, "Oh gosh, I gotta, I gotta go put uh, change in the meter." And he gets up and he walks over towards the road. You guys are eating your meal, and all of a sudden this car pulls up and stops very quickly. A man gets out and slapjacks him in the back of the head, throws him in the trunk, and pulls away. But, uh, hey, oh, That's my friend! And you just hear screeching tires. What are you doing? I have, I have bad news for my friends here, but uh, I'm going to just angel wings to Rev real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you appear in a very tight spot. It makes me think of uh, that line in Mallrats. Uh, so all oh. of a sudden, you are in the trunk of a car, and you're just kind of face-to-face -face with Rev, who's just... Uh, uh, uh. Um, can I bust us out of the trunk, please? Yeah, roll no limits. Okay, oh Woo. God, how does that work anymore? Ooh. Uh... Hey, what's that? That's a weird, right? That's a failure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Now we're in Monster of the Week again, yeah. ladies and gentlemen! All right! So you, uh, you put your hands up to try to push the trunk open, and all of a sudden you're in this tiny, confined place, and now it smells bad. Because <laughs> you just have strained a little hard. <laughs> uh, what are the two of you doing? Uh, I, I'm going to try and see if I can run out into the road and uh, get a look at the, the license plate. Uh, you can. Uh, roll investigate a mystery. Actually, just roll straight sharp. Okay. Woo. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, that's a 12. Yeah, so you step out into the road, and you see that Jake vanishes, and then you see, like, the trunk down the road kind of pop up but not move, and then the car slams to the side and ducks into an alley. <gasps> And you, but you can see the alley that it went down. It's about three blocks down. And do you know what the license plate number is? Uh, yeah, 730921. <laughs> <laughs> see, now, if this, was, if this was at the studio, I would have went irrelevant and then had him just continue on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's about this time that my eyes glaze over as Destiny's plaything will give me a vision of the future. All or right. worse. Yeah, okay, roll it. How's about a 12? Okay, what do, you, what do you get with a 12? Uh, on a 10 plus, the keeper will reveal a useful detail about the coming mystery. All right, so the useful detail about the coming mystery is that you have to pierce the heart. Well, that's morbid. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, a heart. TJ, TJ. And like, what? I think I'm what? grabbing by the shoulder. Something about a heart. We got to pierce a heart. Okay, that's... What does that have to do with Rev? I, I don't know. All right, all right. I don't question it. I just go with the hunches. That's uh, fine. All right. All right. Uh, uh, so, Jake, you are in the car, and you feel it come to a stop. Okay. I'm going to, like, wait, stun knuckles at the ready, to hopefully punch whoever opens this trunk. Okay. What are you two doing? Uh, I think I'm uh, going to activate my calm. Jake, 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 are you there? Are you okay? What's happening? What's going on? Uh, I don't respond. I'm afraid whoever's going to open the trunk might hear me. Okay. Oh, God, Jake's dead. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Let me try. Jake! 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 Ah! <laughs> no, no, he's good. He's just, good. Just gradually turning down the volume in the earpiece. <laughs> Reminds me of the end of, uh, like, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. <laughs> Jake! Jake! <laughs> uh, so you two are just kind of not getting any response. Okay, I, I literally don't know what else to do except hoof that direction yeah. as fast as I can. I'm going to as well. All right, it takes maybe two or three minutes. Uh, you know, you guys have been doing your cardio as you've been monster hunting. And uh, you come around the corner, and there is a car just parked in the alley. And there are keys uh, sitting on top of it, and there's a man walking away down the other side of the alley. Can we recognize this man? Uh, is he looking familiar or what? Uh, no, he doesn't look familiar. Hey, hold up, dude. What? What? Is this your car? Kind of. What? Explain kind of. Uh, well, it was given to me. By? Uh, the guy who hired me. Okay, come here. Uh, and I'm going to, yeah, just approach. I'm going to okay. go to the trunk. Uh, yeah, so the guy walks over to the car. What's, so, is there, what's the matter? Did somebody hire you to club a dude, throw him in a trunk, and drive off? Yeah. <laughs> I am mad, and I appreciate your honesty. 
Yeah. And I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, he just said it was like for a, some guy hired me. He said he, he needed this guy and just to leave him in, in the car by the alley. Uh, who was the guy that uh, hired you? At that time, you hear some screeching tires down from the end of the alley. And a car comes tearing around the corner with fire wheels. <laughs> and it screeches to a stop and out steps Damien O'Doyle. What the hell are you guys doing here? This dude just clubbed our buddy, threw him in a trunk. Yeah, Rev. Yep. Yeah, I need him. <laughs> I want to quote you, bub. Cell phones are a thing, you know. Uh, no way, man. He, like, lives in that place you guys got. Nothing gets in, nothing gets out. I knew you just had to find him. I, I, I got a thing I got to do, and I need him. I'm going to grab the keys out of the seat, and I'm going to, like, press the, the fob and get the trunk open, because yeah. it seems like Jake has been in there for a while. Yeah, forever. so uh, the Call. trunk opens, Jake, and you see Tej and Tass kind of yelling across, and you poke your head out, and you see Damien with his car kind of blocking the alley. Oh, yeah, tremendous. This makes sense. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to climb out and just, like, lift Rev bodily out of the car. Holy shit, I didn't realize you guys were back. Good to have you. I've, I would have called. I just, I needed Rev, and I didn't know how to get a hold of him, so I just sent a guy after him. What do you need Rev for? <laughs> well, he's, uh, he knows about the ley lines. I got a buddy who's having a problem with a ley line. Well, I'm mad, but I appreciate your honesty, and I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you guys... You guys want to come with? I don't see why not. Oh, cool. Throw him in my trunk and climb in. Why don't we wake him up and put him in a seat? Why don't we buckle him in a seat like a person? Oh. You think he's going to be cool with this? No! Not not with having been KO'd and put in a trunk. But he'd uh, feel a lot better if he was in a seat with a belt instead of a trunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, prop him up in the middle between you guys and then act like he just passed out or drank too much or something. Oh, no, no, no. TJ can have the trunk. Oh. (laughs) Hold on. Uh, Yeah. So uh, all of you, uh, now hold on a second. So all of you uh, get into Damien's car, you prop Rev up, and he starts driving. Uh, He's like, so we're going to go on a little bit of a road trip. I got a friend down in Florida who's having a problem. And uh, he's got something something to do with ley lines. So, uh, you know, buckle up. I almost legitimately just spit out my wa- Florida! (laughs) I think I in the back of a cherry Coke and spit it on the back of Jake's head. I assume he's in the front seat. So, yeah, I've got a buddy, uh, well, he might know something about, I need some energy. I need some different kinds of energy. I've been trying to do some research on the necklace. I'm trying to free my mom from this pendant, and I found out I need a couple of different kinds of energy to activate it, and one of them is nature energy. And I got a buddy who used to deal with a lot of nature energy, but I called him up, and he was having some problems. I can't really get a hold of him, but I know where he lives, so I want to go check on him. Uh, Fine, fine. Uh, Let's go. All right. Anything you guys want to talk about on your drive to Florida? I mean, can we stop at a convenience store first? Yes. Okay, well then no. Okay. <laughs> I'm, my mouth's full of combos this whole ride. <laughs> That's actually what this next hour is, is just the road trip. <laughs> just yeah. you chatting. Part, part one of 18. Yeah. <laughs> I go ahead and uh, grab a, a bottle of ibuprofen uh, for Rev, because I know his head's probably going to be hurting. Yeah, that's fair. Fast forward a little bit here. Uh, we Indiana Jones map through... Kentucky and Tennessee and Georgia and down into Florida. And uh, you get about three miles outside of a rather large swamp. And at this point, Rev has woken up and there's been a conversation on the way here about what's been going on. And Damien said that there's something out here that's magical that's been interacting with a ley line and uh, that he knows Rev knows about it. And so he wants some help. It's awesome that you guys are here because you can probably help too. 
Uh, you know, my friend, uh, he lives uh, about a mile out this way, uh, so let's hoof it. Okay, yeah, let's go. I have a bad feeling about this swamp. Oh! Last time we were in a swamp, I'm pretty sure we got attacked by giant mosquitoes. Oh, let's, no, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on, Ugh. we don't need to talk about that one. Just a triple threat, I start bringing back everything from every oh, life. Uh, oh, God. Uh, d- if this might become pertinent, I don't know. I assume it will pierce it in the heart. My friend? D- I doubt it, unless oh. your friend is trying to hurt somebody. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so what are you doing? Uh, describe to me how you guys are traveling. You know, you're, he's just kind of headed in a direction. He knows where this guy lives. Are you kind of fanned out? Are you walking in single file? You get your weapons drawn? How are you doing this? Um, well, the question is, uh, what time of day is it? Uh, it's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, uh, then I'm sure we are probably just walking like we usually would down a dirt road. I feel like I'm going to disagree with that. We know that this guy is like MIA right now, and he's somebody <laughs> important and powerful. It stands to reason that we are expecting a threat here. I feel like we might be like ranging on the way in. Like, yes, actually spread out and kind of covering each other and advancing secretly. Okay. Yeah, I want to be kind of as central as I can get in the group, um, keeping an eye out broadly with my sight open for any spirits or magical influences. Okay. Uh, roll investigate a mystery with that. Or is that uh, act under pressure? Uh, it, about situation. It's really invoked with investigate a mystery. Okay, yeah. yeah. So roll investigate a mystery as you're traveling. Uh, and Jake, you roll read a bad situation. Okay. And I'll just be chilling. Woo. Seven. Also seven. All right, you both get a hold one. Uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's yours? What's being concealed here? Luckily, it's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> so okay. as you both are traveling along... Uh, you're kind of ranging ahead, Jake, and Tass is standing back with his vision open, trying to see what is going on. And you see a glow underneath the water, just a little bit off this kind of mucky path that you're walking on, and it's very large, uh, maybe six, seven feet long. And Jake, you see the water rippling, and you see just the very top of like a scaly head. And you can see that its eyes are kind of flickering and looking in your direction. Hey, Jake? Jake? Do you see the magic alligator in the water? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're on the same page about the magic alligator that's in the water. Mm-hmm. Do you think it sees us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. Are we gonna are we gonna get it? I think we should get it on one, two, three. All right. Are we going on three or one, two, three and going? One one, two, three, go. Okay. You count it down. One, two, three. Go! And I want to jump with the spear and try to bring it down on alligator. All right, roll kicks some ass. Can I help out? Yes, roll help out. I'm, I'm trying to jump in with the chains and try and bind this thing okay. as he attacks it. <laughs> Whew, uh, eight. Three. So Tass leaps into the air, and this alligator sticks its head out, and it opens its mouth. And this alligator does not look normal. It is just covered in what looks like black moss. And it opens its mouth, and these vines fire out and wrap around you. You take two points of damage as it starts to constrict you and pull you towards its mouth. Excellent. TJ, what are you doing? Uh, after seeing my friends getting consumed by an alligator, I am invoking my werewolfism, and I am going to leap on this thing and try and attack it. Okay. Roll kick some ass. Whoa. 
Oh, yeah. Remember, you have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> let me ask you guys how many ones are on a dice you too huh one good how many are on two dice two good I just rolled a one so TJ you leap at this alligator You leap at this alligator, and you get raked across the back. Uh, you take three points of damage, oh. not armor-defeating, and suddenly there is a panther that looks exactly like this alligator. It is covered in this black moss, and it is hissing at you, and it has just raked its claws across your back. Ow! Jake, what are you doing? I think going for Tass. Okay. Um, he seems to be like... He's going to be swallowed whole. Yeah. That seems very pressing. Yeah. Uh, so, mm, how can I get through these vines? Could I hit them hard enough to get through them? Uh, you'd with, have to try to find out. Chain. You know PBTA. Play to oh, find out. No, you know what? <laughs> uh, I'm going to use the stun knuckles. We're in some water, right? Yeah. This is going to suck for all of us, but hopefully it'll get it to let go. Uh, I'm going to go try and stun knuckle the vines. Okay. Uh, so, I think this is going to be act under pressure. Uh, this is going to be act under pressure to try to do this in a way where you don't electrocute yourselves as much as the enemy. You've got to be shitting me. <laughs> I was like, that's a seven. I have minus one. Cool. That's a six. So, Tass. Hi. You take another point of damage. I assume uh, this is armor defeating. Armor defeating. <laughs> as uh, Jake just punches into the water right by your face as you're being dragged in the water, and you just feel the little shock. TJ, you are on the ground. Actually, Tass, you can try. Would you like to try to do something to get out? I wouldn't mind. <laughs> um, I, I think here's what I have in mind is that, you know, these viney things are sort of dragging me forward is I want to, like, try to move myself, use momentum to bound forward enough that the tentacles aren't as tight. Like, I'm getting closer to it so that they're loose, uh -huh. and maybe that will give me a little leeway to swing the, uh, the spear down and chop at some okay. of these. Okay, so roll act under pressure, I think. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. Okay, so you can jump forward and get close enough that this lets go a little bit because it's not retracting as quickly as you've suddenly moved towards it. Uh, but it is going to lunge at Jake since it is just shocked right near both of you. Uh, it is going to scream out when you stab it for help. Uh, or the panther that is attacking TJ is going to kind of get the lay of the land and take off. Well, I can't imagine that it screaming out is really going to call help. Like, we're in the woods. Uh -huh. So that's fine. Okay. Uh, roll your damage. Or actually, roll kick some ass now. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would be an 11. All right. How much damage is that? Uh, that is two damage. I don't know why I was expecting way more than that. Well, yeah, this spear, I can, I can throw it and, <laughs> and hurt some magic-y stuff, but it, it's not huge damage. But uh, I want to go ahead and invoke uh, more harm from... Okay, for your extra Yeah, move? yeah. All right. Uh, so you take two points of damage. Is this uh, armor defeating? It is not armor oh, okay. defeating. Uh, as it bites down on you, uh, as you uh, stab into its head, you notice that the spear doesn't go in very far. Uh, but it lets out a scream as the spear pierces it, and you hear that scream returned somewhere off in the swamp. No. TJ. Yes, sir. 
What are you up to? I'm uh, going to go after that panther, I believe. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to use my uh, base teeth attack, which also ignores armor. Uh, yeah. All right. Roll kick some ass. Thank you. Uh, that'd be 10. Okay. What's your extra effect? Uh, the extra effect, I think I want to cause this thing some major harm considering that it, you know, backstabbed me basically. Uh, okay. So, yeah, and I'm how much harm do you do normally? Um, uh, three, but with that extra, it is now four. All right, so you leap forward and you bite into this moss-covered panther, and it collapses to the ground, not moving anymore. Jake? Yeah, I want to go after that gator, please. Okay, we'll um, kick some ass. With the, with the chains, a mighty swing of the chains. Uh, there we go, that's a ten. All right, what's your extra effect? Um, you know, I'm all, I'm all jacked up on all the damage everyone's doing. I want to inflict terrible harm, too. Okay, how much damage do you do? Uh, that is three now. Uh, yeah, this thing is still pretty active and kicking. Uh, Tass is kind of tangled up in it, but he's not being pulled in anymore. Tass, what are you doing? Um, it occurs to me that, I don't know that this is the thing, but stab it in the heart seems to be in mind. Okay. Um, so I want to kind of reposition a little bit and get right down through its back where I hope its heart is. All right, roll kick some ass. Okay. Hell yeah, that is 11. All right, what's your extra effect? Let's just keep it going. I want, oh, actually, I want to give Jake plus one forward. Okay. Dumb, bad idea. <laughs> no. Bro, you need it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So uh, you take three points of damage, not armor defeating. Uh, this gator grabs onto you as you lift the spear, and it does its death roll, and you kind of get flustered around in the water, but you come up, and it is on its belly still as you're able to kind of squirm around and you stab through its heart and it dissolves. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that was pretty cool. Uh, do this one. And I'm pointing at the panther. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll run over there. And uh, Jake's got plus one forward that you've just given him. He does. What are you doing, Jake? Um, I mean, the panther's down and the gator's down. Yeah. I think I'm going to look around and see if anything else is coming for us. You don't see anything. Um, then I support his endeavor to stab a panther in the heart. But okay. for the moment, I'm not going to do anything else. Yeah, all right. So yeah, Tash, you go over, no problem, and you put this spear in through this moss panther's heart, and it dissolves. Okay, so I get it now. <laughs> That's what you were talking about. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> man, man, that was really cool. You guys are real good at this. I can tell that you've, uh, you know, you're really unifying as a team. Thank you. And Rev is just like, yeah, that was really good. That was. <laughs> I've never really seen a lot of the fighting, but that was kind of intense. <sighs> All right. Well, let's press on maybe a little more carefully. All right. Yep. Uh, and doing so, I want to go ahead and put my goggles on to the uh, electromagnetic. Electromagnetic. That's there it. you go. Uh, so you all travel along for a little bit, and uh, eventually you do see a shack in the distance, and it is covered in vines. Uh, and Damien's like, oh, yeah, that's the place. That's where he usually is staying at. But like I said, I've given a call. I haven't heard from him in a while. And he goes over towards the door and uh, kind of just tries to pull it open. Uh, but it seems to be locked. I can help with that, in theory. I'd yeah. like to go up and just power through those vines. Okay. Roll, uh, you know. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> no limits. I won't. I won't roll no limits. My God. Uh, so you go and you try to pull on the door, and the handle comes off. <laughs> Guys, this door is uh, really old, really fragile, coming apart at the seams. Don't know what to tell you. 
Uh, and around the back, you actually hear a door open and then movement. Hey, anybody there? And you just kind of hear... Uh, I want to go around the side and see if I can't see something. Uh, yeah, you see a man running away very fast. Oh, God. Uh, guys, he's, he's going uh, this way. Come on, come on, come on. Got a runner. And, oh, are uh, you kidding me? And Damien kind of steps around the corner and sees him, and he pulls out a gun and shoots him in the back. <laughs> Good Lord. I knew he was going to try to run. What is even happening? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Come here, come here. And he walks over, and he, he rolls the guy over, and he's like, come on, it's me, don't, don't pretend. And there's a moment where there's nothing, and then there's a little bit of a green pulse, and the guy opens his eyes. He's like, God damn it, Damien, when I saw you, I knew this was going to be a problem. What do you want, man? And he's like, guys, let me introduce you to my friend. His name is uh, Seth Danbury, but everybody calls him Florida Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just walking up, like helping him to his feet while shaking his hand. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> yeah, man, everybody says that, but uh, no, not half of those stories are about me. Some of them, yeah, but not all of them. But what do you want, Damien? And he's like, ah, you know, I heard you had some problems with this stuff. I brought my friends here. They know about ley lines and about killing stuff. I thought maybe we could uh, solve your problem. Yeah, I mean, the problem is, is that like the last 15, 20 years, so I'm real old. That's the thing you got to know. I was here when they founded Florida, and uh, I came across this like big seed in the swamp, and it put this energy into me, and it kind of made me like the guardian of Florida, and I can like regenerate, and I can talk to animals, but all of a sudden, these weird things started happening about 20 years ago, where when I would do this stuff, weird things would happen. And that's where, like, a lot of these, like, Florida man things came from. Like, oh, yeah, okay, I did throw an alligator through a Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> but when an alligator tells you to throw it through the drive-thru, <laughs> you do it. Do you? Yeah, man, there was something in there. There was, like, they, they can sense, like, animals can sense, like, little evil spirits. And Florida's just full of them, the swamps, full of all these little evil spirits. And they're always, like, animals trying to, trying to do stuff to him, trying to stop him. He was like, hey, there's one in there. Throw me in that window. Someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> I was like, you got a gator. And everybody freaked out. Did he get the thing? Oh, yeah. They're real good at what they do. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, I am officially a fan now. Well, nice. Thanks, thanks. Now I feel bad after we killed all those animals. Oh, God. What, what are you talking about, like, the ones that are all covered in that black fuzz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's something wrong with them, man. Whatever is happening to that seed, I think it's starting to, like, get onto the animals. It's not good. It's whatever's messing with my powers is starting to mess with the swamp animals. Do you remember where the seed is? Yeah, yeah, but it's, man, it's out in the swamp. It's, it's a trek. I tried to go out there by myself about three years ago, and it didn't want me there. I mean, guys, I have the ability to remove, like, evils and curses and things from whatever in a ritual. So if we can get me there and buy me some time, I can purify the seed, probably, if that's what's tainted. Yeah, that sounds like it might work. Okay, um, what kind of stuff didn't want you there? Was it, like, more of these creatures? Yeah, it was a bunch of just kind of animals that are, you know, found in the swamp, but they, they just attacked me, and they got, like, vines, and they got, like... Swamp yeah. thing powers. Yeah, we're familiar up. with them. Yeah. You stab them in the heart. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, come on, come on inside and uh, let me get some stuff together. 
And uh, he leads you inside. And uh, you see on his living room wall, there's just tons of newspaper article clippings <laughs> of just all of his various things. Some of them are circled. Some of them are crossed out. It's like he's wanting to keep kind of a record of what was actually him and what wasn't him. But he's got, he like puts them up and looks them over and is like, I don't remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, that one I do recall. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Or like a justifiable reason. Would I have done that as something I would have done? Yeah, that's something I would have done. <laughs> but yeah, you see a ton of things on there. You see a story about him trying to shoot down a hurricane. Uh, you see a story about him uh, ripping a urinal out of a bathroom restaurant and then running out of the restaurant naked. Uh, you see him uh, fighting a uh, python that was hiding in his toilet. Explain, explain to me this one. I'm pointing at the one about ripping the urinal out of the wall. Explain to me this one. What, kind of, what sort of protection uh, event was this? I, I said that I, I do all this stuff and some of them I don't do. I didn't say I do them all for the right reasons. <laughs> like that one was just, uh, it was a bad day and we had a little recreational before we started and uh, some mushrooms she found out in the forest and it didn't. Yeah, man, that, that urinal was coming for me. I had to kill it. <laughs> so, and then my clothes were on fire and what are you gonna do? <laughs> for a second, I thought TJ was telling this story, but. That's solid. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know if this is something that you want to follow us out to do. Are you going to be our guide? Are you going to point us in the right direction? Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend anybody but you guys go. I mean, I know Damien's a little bit of a fighter, but he don't do a lot of good without his car. What, what's, your, what's this guy's deal? Dude in the hat. <laughs> uh, he's, he's very good with magic. Yeah, is he going to be good in a fight? And Rev's like... Uh, we would prefer to keep him here and safe. Yeah, all right. Well, why don't, why don't he and Damien stay here? Can you, like, call him when we're in the right spot? Maybe get him to come if we need him? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got his phone number. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, yeah you guys come out with me. Uh, you guys stay here and uh, play some Pinochle or something. I got cards in the, in the bureau. All right, I'm ready. You guys good? Uh, yeah, do we want to, like, I don't know, heal up a little bit? Because I'm, I'm, I got pretty hit by that uh, alligator. Oh, yeah, you're looking pretty rough here. Let me see what I can do for you, bub. And here's the first medic in a while. Let's see how this goes. Uh, seven, do you want to heal a point, or are you unstable at all? I'm not unstable. Okay, so, so, so then you heal a point. Heal a point. Um, I have one problem here. I have nothing with which to stab it in the heart. You got any oh. extra, just, like, hunting knives... Stuff oh yeah, man! Run this cabin. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I borrow one? Yeah, he just opens a cabinet and it's just filled with guns and knives. <laughs> you see an article about it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'll take a, a a big old knife. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll take one as well. All right. So, how who's leading the way uh, in the sense of like he's obviously kind of being the guide, but who is who's the front man here? Yeah, I mean, I, I will go just knowing that I can keep my sight up and, and, you know, try to keep an eye out for any of those glowing magical creatures. Okay. Uh, so you go and uh, you don't even have to roll anything for this. You do see out in this swamp, they are everywhere. And you actually mm -hmm. see seven or eight of them around Seth, that they are just there. Oh, like they're like tracking him? Yeah, they're just kind of like, like an aura around him, moving around, buzzing around. They don't leave him. Oh. Hey, do you know that you have these sort of spirit creatures floating around you? Yeah, man, they just won't leave me alone. I, it's, it's like I said, I try to do some of my other things, and like these things go nuts, and they cause like the animals around me to go mad or 
you know, they summon a bunch more animals or, you know, they even summon more of themselves. And once there's enough of them, they can kind of affect the physical world. Oh, um, can I try to like wave my spear through them? Yeah, it just passes right through. They ignore it. Oh, that ain't great at all. Oh, God. Yeah, we got to get there, man. Let's let's see what we can do. All right. Uh, So you head out about. 10, 15 minutes. Uh, And as you're traveling, you do start to see other animals. None of them are covered in this black moss. Uh, But he does stop. He's like, you guys want me to, like, talk to them, see what they've found out? And, you know, there's always a chance that something bad could happen, but... uh, Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, all right. Why don't you grab two of those big foam dice and give them a roll? Eleven. All right. So, Tash, you were standing there watching, and uh, he kind of leans over to this... uh, What do you want him to talk to? Does plant life count? No. Okay. Uh, how about a, a big old toad? Okay. So, yeah, there's a giant toad there, and he bends over and kind of starts talking to the toad just in his normal tongue, and the toad is like, and he's like, yeah, uh-huh. And you, with your vision on, you see 11 more of those come and start swarming around him. Hey, bub, there's uh, several more of the, the wispy things. They're like, they're starting to gather. Oh, good, good. And like I said, whenever I try to do this stuff, it's what happens. Okay, well, I'll keep an eye on it. Um, so, yeah, man, this toad, though, it says that there's not... He's seen a bunch of those panthers around, a couple of the alligators, but they're still a good distance out. Um, so I didn't want to talk about this with Damien around, because Damien, you know, I like Damien, but sometimes he just fucks you up for no reason. Yeah. And sometimes I think he does it because he thinks it's funny. So the seed that I found, when I found it, it was real small, and then it got bigger kind of as the swamp and everything got more mature, right? Okay. We got to, what did you say about stabbing it? I just had this clear vision. I get vision sometimes. They're not always reliable, but I yeah. feel good about this, uh-huh. that it was just this need to whatever, whatever this is that we have to deal with, stab it in the heart. So what I think is happening is... I went out there, and I saw one of those ley lines. It was kind of in the vicinity of where I know the seed used to be. I feel like the seed maybe absorbed all that energy and just got real big, and it needs some pressure let off. Like, we got to kind of, you know, a little bit and let some of it out. But we can't let it all out because the wildlife and everything, it'll go nuts, and the swamp will die. Like, this is the thing that, that makes this place alive. But it's getting too alive, if that makes sense. So it's like it's got too much... Like, like a mosquito, like it's got too much blood, and oh, it just kind of pops. Yeah. I think it's getting ready to pop, which would be bad. But if we get rid of all the before it pops, that'd be bad, too. Okay. Okay. So we drain a little bit. Yeah. Not sure what that means yet. I guess we'll have to kind of see it. Yeah. But okay. All right. And so he leads you about 15 more minutes out. Uh, And you come to a series of five trees, and there are vines hanging over them. And he's like, it's it's right through here. And like I said, last time I was here, man, the animals started to show up and started to freak out. And I had to kind of just try to get away. I thought they were going to kill me, and, you know, they did. And then I came back to life. But I was far away. I guess this is the first time that's occurred to me. This isn't a great instinct. Um, I kind of want to try to get a read on him to see if I feel like he's telling the truth about all this, if he's being upfront about all this, or if there's anything he's hiding. Uh, roll, let's say, a bad situation. Okay. Uh, that's a seven. Okay, you get a hold one. Um, I guess just in regards to his actions, uh-huh. 
are there any dangers I haven't noticed? Yeah, so the story that he is telling you seems to be mostly true. Like, you believe everything that he has said. Um, but you get a sense that something about letting off the energy doesn't quite read right. That, that kind of letting it out, that that might not be the way. You don't know if he's ill-informed or if he is just got ulterior motives, but it doesn't seem right. You can't imagine how with some magical item you could let some of it out, especially something organic, without letting all of it out. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Um, I'm just going to have to hang on to that for the moment because I don't okay. feel like I can be like, hey, guys. All right. So how are you guys going into this, uh, this blind of, of trees and vines? I'm going in with my uh, goggles set on electromagnetic and uh, electroblaster at the ready. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to follow one of the two who can kind of see things that I can't perceive, um, but I'm going to have my, my hand cannon out. I want to stay behind, uh, you know, I'll go in third so that I can keep an eye out in case any of the creatures are trying to sneak up from behind. Okay. Uh, who's going in first? Guess I am. All right. So TJ heads in. Uh, TJ, roll read a bad situation as you part this veil of vines and start to go inside. Get out of here. That is a 14. Our, you get a hold three. What is our best way in? Uh, you are taking it. It is parting these vines and stepping inside. <laughs> Excellent. That was just my throwaway. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, I got um, questions to spare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about, uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I was waiting for you to say, what's the best way out? Turn around. <laughs> Turn around. Uh, you do notice that as you part the vines, there's a little resistance in them as if they might have some strength inside of them. Uh, guys, these vines, and I'm parting the way a little bit, they're a little, uh, they feel like they got muscle in them. Be careful. Uh, and then finally, what's most vulnerable to me? So when you step inside at the center of this clearing, you do see this very large seed. And it is surrounded almost kind of like a nest of vines. Uh, and it is pulsing. And underneath it, where the vines meet the earth, you can see that there is just the very edges of a crack like what you saw in the basement of the IPT with the ley line. But again, you see that it looks like it has been drained, that this ley line is empty. Um, and it seems like this thing is kind of full to bursting. So you think that if you were to attack it in some way, um, that it would be pretty susceptible to an explosion. Guys, uh, do you see the ley line there? Oh, yeah, now that you say it. Don't do anything near it. It looks like it could go at any minute. Uh, okay. Kind of laying off the gun a little bit. Yeah, be careful with that around the ley line. Uh, shoot away from it if you can. I will do my best, sir. Great. Okay, but we still have to figure out a way to... And I, I kind of glance at Seth, and I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to work through out loud a way to talk through what we should do instead, but I still don't have an idea. Yeah. So I'm trying to convey some confusion to these two that I don't quite trust this idea without it sounding like I'm just like, we're not doing that, boys. Yeah, okay. And I think that as you are looking, um, roll investigate a mystery as oh. you actually get eyes on this seed to try to see if you know anything about it. <laughs> uh, how about a th what's a th what's a three? Get me what's a th what's like a what's like a three? A point me? of experience. Oh, good. Um, 
So you, uh, you start to have this. You're like, yeah, boys, I don't know if this is the thing we should do. And Seth is pretty quickly like, well, man, don't you think I know what I'm talking about? I was here at the fountain of this thing. Like, it, it imbued me with its powers. Oh, man, no, I, I, I think what I'm trying to figure out is I, I feel like I've got a spear. If I just stab it, it might just explode, right? And yeah. We need, to, we need to ease the pressure, right? Oh. So I don't want to just boom. So oh, like, Can you, like, stab it a little? Not sure that's how physics works. Oh, I mean, anytime I get stabbed, like, I don't all the way die. I like where your head's at. <laughs> but that's not true for most people. Oh. Yeah, yeah. all right. So I mean, what, what do you think we should do instead? I, why don't I go use my thing? You guys cover my back. I'll go try and, you know, purge this thing. See if that just takes care of it. Okay. Maybe yeah. it's overfilled oh. with, like, evil energies and some magic will get them out of there. Yeah, yeah, and if it doesn't work, that answers a big question. I like it. And uh, I'll get ready if anything decides to try and uh, attack him. Same. All right. So, Jake, roll your uh, use magic. Oh, uh, you don't roll this. Correct. This is one of those things that I don't roll. Uh, it just takes some time. Okay. So what exactly you're trying to purge an evil? Uh, take some time to remove any evils, curses, or dark energies from any subject in a purification ritual. All right. So you start to set up in this. Um, as you do... Vines start to move. And you can see, the two of you, that these are going to try to start interfering with what Jake is doing. They sense him working. They sense the magic starting to build. And all of these vines around are starting to come in towards him. I'm going to blast him. Okay, roll kick some ass. Uh, that's an eight. How much damage do you do with that? Uh, three harm. Uh, electric, electrical, uh, close, messy. Cool. <laughs> I love that you're still using the voice while you're answering his <laughs> regular question. The lines are blurred. No, Reality yeah. is, is an illusion. <laughs> this is from our Let's Plays earlier. I've lost my voice. Basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. So you blast a series of these vines, and instead of taking damage back, a couple of them reach down and grab you and start to pull you up into the canopy. So Jake, or Tash, you see that uh, he is starting to be pulled around. Okay, um, point of order, that leveled me up. Oh, all right. That failure. Yeah. Um, so I think as I'm leaping forward to try to cut some of these vines away, uh -huh. uh, that I'm going to take a new move from my playbook, which is devastating. When I inflict harm, inflict harm I may inflict plus one. Oh, uh, okay. So I can be like, yeah, all this right. is a little harder. Roll kick some ass. Ah! <laughs> ah, it's a nine. All right. Uh, so what is your damage? That is two. Yeah, so you were able to cut the vines loose uh, that are holding him, uh, and he falls to the ground. Uh, <gasps> so one of you, who wants to be in charge of this? In charge of? Uh, in charge of the vines, out of the two of you. Uh, it seems like uh, his damage did some damage, and I just kind of pissed him off a little. Okay. Uh, so... Roll act under pressure. Okay. That's a nine. All right. So you are going to be able to keep these off of Jake during the time and keep TJ out of the air. Um, but you're going to take a little damage in the doing of it. Jake is going to take a little damage in the doing of it. You can keep them away from him, but they're still going to slash him, but they're not going to pull him away and stop him. Or you can keep everybody safe, but the ritual is going to take a little longer and some other help may arrive. Oh, 
Um, I think my instinct is to is to take the hit. You know, I'm I'm wading into the thorn bush, so to speak. So I'm willing to do it. Okay. So you take two points of damage uh, over the course of this time, armor defeating. Uh, but Jake is able to get this spell off. And so Jake, you let this magic out, and as it happens, this little black orb from the center of this seed rises out, and it kind of hums for a minute, and then it darts off. Oh, shit. The seed itself is still pulsing. It is still filled with energy, but you can tell that some strange core from it is gone. Uh, Are the vines still attacking people? Uh, They are not. As soon as this piece leaves, the vines stop attacking. Okay. Good news. I, I think I got it. The vines are down some little, some little thing, looked bad, came out of the seed. The bad news is that it was very fast, and it did get away immediately. Did you see which way it went? Um, can I point the direction that it went? North. Okay. Um, also, point of order, I think I look pretty rough after that. After mm. the scuffle before and the way here, I'm pretty, pretty bloody and scratched up. Okay. Sounds, uh, sounds rough. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about you. I'm going to go over and start licking his wounds, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, roll tough to see if you get an infection. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, this was the mission, but I assume we're not done with this. What's Florida Man, what's north of here? Anything, like, important? Yeah, I mean, just more swamp. Is there, like, another seed? No, not that I know of. Huh. I mean, I wonder where that thing's going. It kind of seemed like it had another destination in mind now that it's been evicted from its house. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could go check. Uh, I mean, did it, like, leave a path of destruction through the trees or anything, or is it... No, it's very small and just, yeah. Like, do I think I could even... Do I think I could track it? Or that any of us might even be able to track it? Uh, Tass might be able to with his vision. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, yeah, we can absolutely try to follow it. I have no earthly idea where it went, but somebody who can see other things like magics or electromagnetics or I, something might be able to. I'll absolutely give this a try. Okay. Roll, investigate a, well, roll, read a bad situation. Okay. Okay. That's an 11. All right. You get a hold three. Where did it go? Oh no. This is read a bad situation, isn't it? Boop, boop, ba-doo. What's my best way in? Towards where this went. Yes, yes. Uh, so the best way would be to cut directly north. You know that uh, from a little map that you saw on Florida Man's wall, uh, that about half a mile away from here, there is a very large hill uh, that had a bunch of trees on it as well. And it was kind of the highest hill in this place. Okay. So, yeah, as we're making our way, um, ooh, yeah, I think I want to try to gauge what the biggest threat is about this situation. Uh, you have a feeling that whatever this is, this piece that was inside of this seed, is something that belongs to something larger. Like it is a part of something that got left in there and maybe that it was feeding off of it. And so the, the danger is whatever it might belong to. Okay, definitely going to report that. Um, so yeah, that seems like that was like a byproduct. That was a piece of something that was feeding or maybe even being sent to feed something larger, which makes sense. You put that into a seed that's based around a ley line. That's a lot of power. Huh. Um, With that in mind, I think my third would be what's most vulnerable to me. 
the thing that is most vulnerable to you in this moment, as you are looking at the seed, um, you know that the seed actually, even though it looks like it could pop at any moment, it seems like it would be very hard to penetrate it. And it actually would require something very special to be able to do that. And what it would require is either a holy charred, like wooden stake, like something that has been charred by holy fire, or a bone from someone that has been gifted its power. Hey, Seth. <laughs> yeah, man, what's up? So what's, uh, what, what's the situation, like in detail, about this regeneration you can do? Oh, like what do you mean? Like, uh, example, like wild, <laughs> hypothetical here. Let's just, let's just pretend, oh, these vines, like, oh, they wrapped around me. Oh, no, they're like, oh, they ripped my arm off. Oh, no. Does your arm grow back? Yeah, yeah, after a while. There was one time uh, my gun went off in my pocket. I shot off a testicle. It was like, <laughs> it was like a day later, it's back. Well, Dang. that has nothing to do with the bone I need, so we're going to stay with the arm analogy. <laughs> All right, so boys, here's what I've got. I'm, I'm getting these images again. One of it, it would be, if we could find something that was wood charred by holy fire, that could be something that could help us here. Or a bone, like something sharp, uh, a piece of someone that had been, been imbued with this power. Oh, and he runs. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, shit, I've learned one thing from Damien about this guy, and I'm going to shoot him in the back. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. You raise your gun, and you shoot him in the back, and he just slides into the mud. Um, okay, before he comes back to life, I'm going to go like wrap him up with the chains. Like, lift him up to his, like, wrap him up with the chains and <laughs> yeah. lift him up to his feet. Everybody here thought you were going to cut his arm off while he was unconscious. No, you animals. It didn't even occur to me. <laughs> Which is funny because I thought he was going to beat me to the punch. <laughs> <laughs> because I kind of want to. Look, so, I'm not. So Jim is starting to chain to him up. I him, yeah. yeah. Hold out his arm. Come on. Like, let's at least, when he comes to, let's talk this out with him and hopefully make him you get it. Just do it. He's not going to feel this. I have a feeling he is. What are you talking about? It's going to grow back. He'll be fine. But, I mean, if he's awake and, he, and I bite his arm off, it's going to hurt. You're going to bite his arm off? You buried the lead on that. <laughs> Hold on, is the monster taking over? Like, are you <laughs> more wolf than man now? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, <laughs> just give me this, please. <laughs> Scratching my arms. Just like, come on. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I think I have a better idea. It says a bone. It was a, a bone would work. I bet we could justify to him, hey, can we knock out a tooth? and like attach that to a wood spike or something, and if that's the thing that pierces the thing, a bone is piercing it. It's not chopping off the guy's goddamn arm. See, this is the kind of shit that we wouldn't think about if we were busy chopping his arm off right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's get a canine out of his mouth or something. In that case, I just want to pop him in the jaw. Wait, yeah. okay. <laughs> 
Um, I don't think there's any role necessary for this. Uh, yeah, you crack him in the mouth as he's unconscious, and uh, his uh, canine and the one next to it both fall out. And I'll collect them and um, do my medic thing, try to make sure that it's not, you know, bleeding heavily and all that. You collect them and then tuck them under your hand and run off to your master. (laughs) 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 For those of you who played the uh, Let's Plays yesterday. Um, Yeah, so you are able to get it and pocket it, no problem. And uh, you're attaching it to the spear. I don't know how, but I guess so. Yeah, let's, let's discuss this on the way, huh? And figure out exactly how we're going to implement this. Has he woken up yet? Uh, no, not yet. How long did it take when Damien shot him? Like, not that long. No, yeah, but Damien also kind of was, was shaking him and giving him a hard time. Okay, I mean, I'll, I'll smack him around uh, a yeah. little bit. <laughs> and there is, there's a little bit of a green flurry, and he kind of pops up. God, what the? F- oh, man. Sorry, bud. You reacted really negatively to that. All we needed was like a tooth. It'll, that'll grow back, right? Oh, so that's all you needed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, t- and to be fair, I didn't want to do that to you while you were asleep. Yeah, at least I didn't feel it that way. <laughs> uh, I, will, I will release him from the chains here. All right. We're good now. You're not a runner anymore, are you? <laughs> no, nah, I guess not. You got what you needed from me. TJ wanted to bite your arm off. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm looking at him like, <laughs> What do we think? Do, I, do we just tape this to the end of the spear? Do we jam this in a piece of wood? Uh, I think I could take care of this, and I want to use weird science to put this into some kind of spear-like thing, probably with a stick or something. <laughs> that is the weirdest science. <laughs> Gluing a tooth to primitive, a stick. Primitive tools. Yeah, yeah. Weird science. All right. yes. <laughs> weird science caveman edition. That's right. Roll, I'm roll, a werewolf now. What yeah, do you want from me? Roll weird science. All right. Uh, that is a 11. Nice. Okay. Uh, so what is your uh, one cost? That it won't... Yeah, what, more teeth. Um, <laughs> that it won't work exactly as is intended. So... Its intent is to take the tooth and glue it onto a stick and to stab the stick. The way that it works is you can't seem to find a stick, but you find a reed. And so you can make a a tooth blowgun. I, (laughs) yes. So you file this tooth down uh, and it fits perfectly into this reed. And so you've got one shot with it. Do not inhale. So uh, is this about the time we should we should call your friends or? Yeah, let's get them out here. Should we should we run back and collect them or see if they can make it? I'll just go pick them up. Oh, good call. Yeah, so I'll angel wings back to the house. All right, and then roll to get back. Okay, please. No. <laughs> oh wow, a full on fail too. A six. So Jake. Yep. The, the heart of the sun, you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to... Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> Never mind. So you remember the trip you just took? From, from Florida? Yeah. Oh, to Florida? No, no, no. From Hawaii. Oh, good God, man. So the three of you appear uh, about 10,000 feet in the air and start to fall. 
Uh, okay. How long before I can try this again? Right now. Yes, please. Act, roll act under pressure to get a hold of both of them. Whoop. <laughs> Three. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's sick? Is I started this at no XP and I've leveled up. <laughs> but please, tell me what happens to me first. Uh, nothing happens to you. So, on the second fail, Jake appears in the air. Jake, roll one of those die. Audience. Who's even and who's odd? Damien or Rev? Okay. I love that it's going to be their fault. Roll it. That was, wow, the most <laughs> there, there, They live! I, now I balanced it on a corner. Do I get yeah. both of them? <laughs> Just throw it on the floor. Just where we can all floor. see it. Odd. All right, you were able to grab a hold of Rev, but not Damien. And you vanish without Damien. Where do I appear? Back in the swamp? Back in the shack. Okay. Oh, God! Oh, God! What? Where? Okay. Damien's a demon. He won't just die on impact, right? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't either. But there's not a goddamn thing I can do about it. So do we just like leave and start a new life now? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> you, me, that car, a lot of distance. <laughs> Nobody ever got to know Nobody about has this. to know. <laughs> so, oh, Jake and oh, no. Cass and TJ, you are out with Seth, uh, and they are just gone for a while. Um, I'm just taking a big knife, and I am whittling down a piece of stick to, like, use as practice to, like, get the blowgun down really well. Uh, okay, like you're making a little tiny wood... Yeah. Tooth-shaped blowgun bullet. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Um, so a, uh, a couple moments pass, and uh, Jake and Rev appear without Damien. Guys, um... <laughs> how survivable do we think Damien is? Would love a little context on that. We, we just like me and Rev, appeared... 10,000 feet in the sky on a, on a bad teleport. And I got Rev, and I did not get Damien. And I could not get back to Damien because I don't know Damien that well. I mean, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and call him <laughs> on the phone. Because if it, if it goes straight to voicemail, that's one tell. <laughs> Uh, so you, uh, you dial the number. You motherfucker. <laughs> I am so sorry. I tried, but I was pretty confident that with all the shit we've gone through with you, you wouldn't be dead. And I'm, hey, I'm real glad you're not. 
Yeah, you're lucky I can summon my car. Did you summon your car in the air and like sleigh ride to the ground or something? Yeah. <laughs> God, you are so fucking radical. <laughs> Sucks because like I hate you in so many ways, but. <laughs> All right, you hate me. I just want to point out we are two to zero for you guys trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> and uh, about 30 seconds later, you hear again the sound of engine and tires out of nowhere. And then the car appears and just bogs it. Just blap. <laughs> and he's like hood down in the mud. What the fuck is this? Oh, you're going to help me clean this later. I absolutely. And he gets out. All right, so what's going on? Uh, oh, boy, there's no way to say this without it sounding real dumb. We have a dart gun with a tooth, and you can get the energy from the seed. That's it. That's the whole thing. That's all of it. I got to say, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. And so he uh, pulls into his coat, and he pulls out the necklace that you had gotten for him from Strom, and he... Holds it out over the seat. He's like, all right, whenever you're ready. Get the tooth ready and... All right, roll act under pressure. Can I, um... Can I help out? Is there any capacity in which I could help out here? Like, <laughs> how about this? No, look, no, look, listen, listen. I'm standing behind him. I'm like, square your shoulders. <laughs> Breathe in from the diaphragm. Uh -huh. I'm like straightening the blowgun. I'm a blowgun expert, uh, you see. Roll help out. I've got, I've also got bad cool. Why am I doing this? Hey, nine. All right, so uh, TJ, you do get a plus one. Good. As Jake smacks you on the back so that you expel instead of inhale. <laughs> um, so here are your options. You're, you're going to be able to hit this. Um, but there is going to be somewhat of an explosion. The seed itself is not going to be destroyed, but you're going to hit a little too close to the root where it is in the earth, and it's going to cause some damage. Or it's going to overcharge whatever it is Damien is trying to do, which is going to cause him some problems in the future with how delicate this magic is and him trying to release his mother's soul. Or it is going to depower anyone that has ever powered before. I got to go with the explosion. Okay. Uh, so everybody takes one point of damage, armor defeating. Uh, and you get blown back a little bit. It's not awful, uh, but you do see that the necklace that Damien holds is now glowing with a little bit of energy, and you can see that the energy starts to kind of come down and solidify into one of the sections of this gem, and one of them kind of glows and pulses like he has kind of filled up one of the sections. Well, hey, it worked. Yeah. Good, good. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, I'm going to take off. I got some research to do. Um... I think, like, the tainted core of this thing got away. Do you want to go help us find it and destroy it? That doesn't really sound like my bag. Uh, I, okay. Oh, yeah, you got something in no, it no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I was going to say, you, you don't owe us anything because uh, I just almost murdered you. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just asking a, as a favor, would, as, uh, as a friend, we would appreciate the help. I know it's not your bag, but... And there's a moment where he kind of hesitates. I would love to. As a friend, I, you guys are the closest thing to friends I've got, but it's just not the way it works. I couldn't oh. help if I wanted. Heart can't always have what it wants. <laughs> but if you know you're willing to uh, make a little trade or something, I could probably come along. 
Do we have a wager for Damien that's worth his help in this? What all kind of energy do you need? Uh, that's what I don't know yet. I still got a lot of research to do. This is the first one I found, and I just went after it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what I have in my head mechanically, and yeah. I'm not sure how to spin in character, is I have this energy of the chosen. I have this. And, like, I just leveled up, but I feel like, what if I took it back? What if I let him siphon some energy that could <laughs> maybe help him out or power this? And it's like it didn't happen for me. So you bring up this idea of the energy of the chosen going through you, and he doesn't know that that is the type of energy he would need. But I think that Rev kind of perks up. is like, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, if it is some kind of energy that can go through you, the chosen, and it can be in various people depending on you know, who they are when they're needed, it makes sense that this energy would have kind of properties that let it be really flexible. So it could probably unlock any of those chambers. And Damien's like, deal, let's do it. Okay, I'd prefer nobody knock a tooth out, but do what you gotta do, man. I think that all he has to do is hold the gem up to you and you make the conscious effort to give this to him and we see a little bit of that white pulse out of you and into the gem and it kind of hovers in the middle. It doesn't go to any of the specific spot yet, but it stays just kind of in the middle waiting as if it's being uh, waiting to be told where to go. Oh, that was weird. And so he tucks it away. He's like, all right, lead the way. All right, I, I think I know where to go. Uh, so you guys do travel. Uh, like I said, the, uh, the animals have kind of relaxed since this thing has been undone. And so it's done a very far trek to get to this hill. Uh, but as you get to the hill, it's not difficult to see. But you do see amongst the trees, there is this very large, dark, shaggy figure. And it is moving around and kind of pulsing and punching the ground and it seems like it is kind of in a rage. Uh, can we tell like what kind of creature it might be just by the, the way it's behaving or it's uh, fur or whatever? Uh, yeah, roll investigative mystery. Uh, that's a 12. Yeah, uh, so it seems almost humanoid. Um, and it actually reminds you just in the silhouette of Seth. Like, it looks like Seth, but larger and just covered in this black moss and kind of fluctuating with this negative energy. You almost think it might be the other side of him. Like, if he is the side of Florida that is life and animals, this is the side that is, like, decay and death, all those things that you find inside of the swamp. Of uh, Florida. Uh, the swamp. I was going to say that, yeah. All right, guys, I got a real good idea. You ready? Stab this motherfucker in the heart. You got it. Pull so you guys just big knife. charge at it? Uh, no. <laughs> I think... Sorry, hate to be that guy. I want to take a second to use another one of my abjuration effects. Um, take some time to surround someone or yourself in a magical shield that reduces all the harm from a single hit to zero. I want to put it on Tass. So that he can charge in and try and get one good hit on this thing. All right. Yeah, I don't think that this thing is paying enough attention to notice you doing this. Uh, so you are able to get this effect onto Tass. Okay, you are warded. You've got one big hit that you can endure no matter what. So whatever this thing's got to throw at you should be fine on the first one. 
All right. Okay. So roll kick some ass to charge up this hill and try to stab this raging creature. I'm going to do just that. I would like to help him out. How so? Uh, as he's charging up the hill, I'm charging with him, and I want to grab onto the creature and turn him around to give him a nice, Okay, so you're going to try to like open the target up. All right, yeah. so uh, Tass, roll kick some ass. TJ, roll help out. I got an eight. I got a four. Uh, yeah, so you rush up on this creature, and you take a very hard hit from it as TJ goes to kind of spin it around, and instead he f- spins it too fast, and it just clocks you in the face as TJ makes the situation worse. Uh, you take no damage because of Jake's magic spell, but you feel this energy dispel off of you. Uh, Jake, what are you doing? You see, I've seen them go up, and it kind of becomes a cluster, and Damien is running up beside you. Yeah, so I want to move in after them, uh, shield on one arm, gun in the hand, and try and get an angle where I can levy a shot at this thing, try and take it through the heart. All right, roll kick some ass. Eight. Uh, so how much damage does that do? Uh, three harm. Okay. So you fire, and you see that when it hits, chunks of it come off, and you see that the moss, all of that kind of dark growth flies off and the energy goes off as well, but the energy comes back. But you see that the moss doesn't regrow. Uh, and Damien, it does the same thing. He pulls his gun out and he fires at its other side. You see the same thing happen on its other arm. Uh, TJ. Yeah. You are tangled up with Tass on the ground right now. What would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to get Tass off me and I want to uh, go for this thing's what I assume is its head and just bite down. All right. Roll kick some ass. Uh, that's an eight. All right. How much damage does that do? Uh, three harm, uh, armor defeating. Okay, so this thing gets a little smaller. You kind of start to rip at its chest and its head, and you see all of this moss flying off of it. The energy dissipates, but the energy comes back, and it is not covered in this moss anymore. Tass? Uh, I think I want to keep a little distance here, too, um, and just heave the spear at it. Just Olympian toss this thing at its heart. Okay, roll kick some ass. Yeah, 12. All right. So we see all of you charge around this thing. <laughs> Tass steps back and he throws his spear and it pierces through the chest of this creature. And as it goes, it pulls all of the moss off with it and clings into a tree and all the moss dies away. And this shadowy figure kind of stabilizes and looks now exactly like Seth. And it seems to, like, nod and bow and then sink into the ground. And Seth is like, what the f- Yeah, I concur. That is like some Peter Pan shit. Was I supposed to, like, staple it to my feet or something? Do you, do you feel any different? Uh, well, let me see something here. And he, uh calls out. He starts to make some noise. And uh, three or four animals come, but nothing bad happens. Like we don't see any of the whispery yeah, things around Yeah, you do him? not see any. Yeah, man. I feel much better. Hell yeah, and I just puke blood. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, unstable? I am in real bad shape, you guys. Cool. Uh, I am going to use... Uh, I've got your back, which is a thing that once per mystery, uh, if someone goes unstable, I can instantly stabilize them. Okay. 
Uh, so I think that this scene ends with Jake starting to treat Tess out in the swamp. Uh, we are back in TJ's subterranean lair. All five of you are there, the three of you, and Rev and Damien. And uh, Rev, you know, tells Damien, like, oh, you know, I can do a little bit of research. I can try to help you out with this. And Damien's like, yeah, I really appreciate it. And he kind of goes off. And um, he comes over and he's, uh, thanks for this. You know, that's what you gave me was... Uh, uh, it was worth a lot more to me than a gunshot, so uh, well, I got something for you. It's, this is uneven. We can't have uneven scales. And he hands you a piece of paper. Don't read this until you go back to wherever you're going. It's not here. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. All Will right. do. And I'll fold it up and pocket it. Okay. And so I think we jump again to the future, maybe a day later, maybe a month later. And the three of them in their other bodies the dwarf, the elf, and the halfling are sitting around a campfire. And Tass has this moment where he's like, oh, right, right, right. And he pulls out a piece of paper, and he opens it up. Rev isn't who he seems. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Have a great rest of Gen Con. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everybody. The Crit Show, part of the Nerdsmith Network, is a Crit Show Studios production. Edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, and thanks for calling the arena. If you know your party's extension, you can dial it at any time. If your psychiatrist has gone missing, press 3. Press 3. That sounds ill-advised. Life is about choices, man. You and I both suffer from a very rare form of mental illness, right? Yep. Yep, that's us. I'm just saying, we're probably not the best private investigators, since we don't know what's real. The waitress at the Chinese restaurant, she told me that I needed to complete three trials to find Sadler. Okay, but how long have you been out of your meds? Three trials. The arena, the old factory, the inventor's basement. The inventor's basement. Exactly. Mama, I met someone today. You're not going to believe this. Half spider, half human. You all have this disorder. We call it the imperfection. Okay, so we just got off the train at a stop called East River between East Broadway and York Street, which I'm pretty sure doesn't exist. We are not a cop show, Charlie. Uh, I know that, but we're friends, and I need my friends. How sure are you that these things are actually happening in real life? It seems like reality can be a little slippery. Charlie! Charlie! They're on my face! Amber, Amber, stop, 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 stop it, stop these it. These fucking spiders, they are everywhere. Ah! The Imperfection, an audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.